For your Saturday morning, we've got you covered with all things sport with a side of carry-on. Calling on my friends for the weekend. This is what we're going to do. Triple M's Weekend Huddle. Nestle in. In a semi-disorderly manner. Ryan Daniels, Danny Shuey and Tom Atkinson. Take it away. Ah, uh, yes. Good morning. Welcome to it. Saturday morning here in Perth. Gee, it's a cold morning this morning. I uh, woke up and it was five degrees on the old Ooh. phone. So, very good uh, morning to Danny Shuey. <laughs> morning, Tommy. And I look across and there's no Ryan Daniels. No. He's having a sick day. He's getting um, the uh, monthly update in the forehead. Exactly. The <laughs> his voucher came through and he's ready to go. And uh, Lekker is in. Morning, Mark. Yeah, morning, guys. I had the upgrade today. I'm back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I'm on the show. want to apologise to Lek. Um, he asked me to buzz him into the basement downstairs in the garage. Now, that garage automatically closes. It doesn't matter if the vehicle's under it. It will still close. So he's halfway through and I've pressed it too late. Nearly knocked the antenna off the, the car. I had to so. back out of the, out of the driveway. I was panicking for a bit. I heard early. that engine going to reverse. It is I'm a, not sorry, uh, mate. It's an old Land Cruiser, though. I would have been able to handle it. Yeah, it would have handled it. But, Did yeah. that Land Cruiser go up north with you and your little girl, Molly? No, it didn't. That's the old, that's the old man's old farm car. Oh. I had to borrow that. But no, we took the, my Land Cruiser up there and yeah, we had a, we had a good trip recently. Must we be just, nice. Yeah, just a couple <laughs> in the backyard. Oh, you should have seen the post. And he brought back a puppy and you bought a collie with him. Beautiful. You're living the life. M, M, my wife is absolutely filthy at me because she, she calls me pony ride guy. She's <gasps> like, you're just the fun parent. You rock yeah. up. I'm like, who wants you to ride the are. pony? So, yeah, yeah. And she has to do all the disciplining. So yeah. we had a wicked trip. I took Molly away and I sort of thought, oh, I've only got one kid to look after on this trip. And I found out about halfway halfway through the first day, I was like, Molly's actually looking after me here. So. <laughs> Right. From oh, well, you've raised it well, yeah. Hey, big show coming up. Lex going to tell us about how the whole Shannon Hearn thing went down. And he did something at the Eagles store yeah. I want to get to the bottom of. And, uh, <laughs> Very dodgy. Danny's got us a chat with uh, the, the voice of the World Cup, I'm calling him. Yeah, Steve Peos is his name. He's from Canberra. And him and I did the FIFA Women's World Cup match day entertainment here. Yeah. And he's a funny bloke and he knows a lot about women's football. So he'll give us a World Cup update. I've got afternoon. Matilda's fever. So do I. We played yeah. in our front yard yesterday. I'm it. it was yeah. boys versus girls. I tried to buy a shirt the other day. Mm. Sold out. Couldn't get one. Couldn't get a Matilda shirt. Yeah, that's how popular. Hey, it is. Yeah, I sent me one with my it? name on the back no, about four or five years ago. A jersey or a shirt? I how... like the playing kind of like not. How, how... Tommy tries to get all the merch for all the big. He jumps on the bandwagon. I'm like a bandwagon got... man. He wears his JK thank you shirts. Yeah. Might be a stupid question, but they obviously make the shirts for, for, for guys men's. as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. I might have been looking in the double XL sizes. After us, the rub, and then the West Coast Eagles taking on Essendon. You like, yeah. like playing against the Bombers? Like? Oh, I love playing against the Bombers. Someone at West Coast hasn't updated the news on their website, and when I clicked on info for today's game, it came back with info from like last time they played yeah. Bombers. It's gone, we're coming off the seven-point win to the Kangaroos. I was like, nah, Ty- I don't think we Tyson are. Tyson Beattie had a digital lift. <laughs> um Last night, though, the Western Bulldogs... Tom knows all the, like, <laughs> all that, the roles of the club, whose title's what? Sorry, Tom. Uh, announced themselves uh, as, as a uh, premiership contender over Richmond. Now falls to Norton, another chance. Wait, but I was thinking he hasn't been involved yet. Oh, he's been involved now, Cody. This is, as Rex would say, in the first term, Nate, a destroyation. He's kicking the bottom, Pelly direction, running <laughs> back towards goal. And the superstar skipper picks it up, runs in, kicks goal number three. There's your three votes. Hugo Lagan across the body for number five. Equal career best. This time, Jamara bangs through his fifth. The Doggies, by a big 55 points, their 11th win of the season. So the Dogs are up and about. Richmond look like they're going to miss the top eight. But it was the uh, two-man attack, the Marcus Bontempelli and the Jamara Eagle Hagen show. Lek, they were on fire. Yeah, they were. Two of my, two of my favourite players in the yeah. whole competition to watch, I reckon. Aesthetically, the way they play, you know, left-footers. The Bont, has he's got to be right up there in Brownlow contention, you would think. What's he had? 32 again last night. And three. And, th- and three goals. That's yeah. a pretty big game. I reckon, Danny, if, they, if you had players lined up on mm. the wall, like old school, kind of pick your player first, yeah. he'd be the first player I'd pick in the AFL for your team right now. Yeah, he's huge. Oh, after, he's... after Luke. That's it, all right. You don't have to start. <laughs> it'd be him or, or, or Toby Green for mine. Yeah, Toby. They're the two, I reckon. Yeah. One, one, two. Um, Hugo Hagen kicking five, obviously four in the, in the opening quarter. I reckon... Is he going to be the, the best key forward in the game in the yeah. next couple of years? So he's taller than Aaron Norton. 
moves a bit better, I reckon. And he's, what, 21? Yeah. So they made him wait a whole year, I think, to play footy. He was an academy pick, so another one of those, let's just say, dodgy, he's a dodgy baby, academy 21. picks. He's yeah, he's a kid. In yeah. terms of that key for he he... He's the closest thing that uh, he sort of reminds me a little bit of Bud. Yeah. yeah. Kicked four in the first quarter mm. when the game was up for grabs. Um, so they were super last night. And the Bulldogs now, they move up to fifth on the ladder. Um, they got no chance of getting into the top four, um, but they could maybe finish in that fifth or sixth and get themselves a home final. Uh, Richmond now 11th. They are, they're only a game outside the top eight. Um, and their percentage is pretty bad, though. So they're going to have to win every game and hope results go their way. But the other moment last night happened, I think, just before half time. So it was Marlon Pickett. Yeah, um, now we're, yeah, we're actually just watching these images now right, up on, you... on the news there. So, so the fan has tapped him on the shoulder from the vision that we see. He's reached over the fence yeah, and tapped, tapped him, him yeah. on the shoulder and tried to say something to him. Now, we yeah. don't know what was said, but if you look at it, Marlon looked, you know, Pissed off. As soon as he touched him, he kind of snapped back. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's taking it too far. I think the fans have got to have got to keep their hands to himself. I know you can say, "Oh, look, there wasn't much in it." Like physically, he he's just touched him or, or pulled him, but you don't know what the intent of what he said no. was as well. So, and it's not an open training session where fans come down and watch and tap you on the shoulder and wish you. You know, it's a, in the game. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and obviously, Marlon Pickett is. Players are highly strung. Like if if. Pickett had a turned around and whacked him. Yeah. What what happens to, to Pickett then? So you've got to protect the players. And, and I feel he had every right to, to give him one back, you yeah. know. So it's a... Oh, he's got to be sanctioned by the AFL, surely. Isn't it, isn't it funny we're having this chat yet we let a thousand people run onto the Oval and, exactly. <laughs> and get around Brad, Buddy? I think it's because Buddy... Know? expected it, mm. whereas Pickett just had no idea what was going on. This is the coach of Richmond, Andrew McWalter, uh, talking about what happened. It shouldn't happen. Um, we, we love fans in our game and they're so critical to our game, but our players should never, ever be touched when they're on the football field. Um, so it's disappointing that that happened. Yeah, so you expect the AFL will find a way to um, ban the fan or do yeah, something to him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the malice in the palace? The I old do. Basketball? It actually came up on my Netflix feed yesterday. Yeah. So um, when all the players jumped into the crowd, if you haven't seen it, Danny, it yeah. was a full-on brawl. Guys just knocking off. Um, and it, that all started from fans throwing cups at the players. So yeah. it, it it doesn't take much for it to escalate. Obviously, the you know keep your hands to yourself, mm. and we'll go from there. But yeah, surely the I, AFL got to ban that, pl- yeah, that bloke. Yeah, I, I think that blokes. That's I mean, hope you enjoyed your last game. Footy. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See ya. Uh, coming up next, the great man, uh, Mr. Shannon Hearn. He has uh, stepped down, retired, yeah. or not. Not yet. A little bit of time to go. Jeez, we love Bunga. Luke uploaded an Instagram of him sitting on some sheep. We took Ollie to um, see him in Adelaide when he was shearing sheep and got a little bit of slack for it, though. People were like, Why? is he sitting on a sheep? I've <laughs> oh, <laughs> not seen that photo. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you. It what is... about Lekker's photo of him looking like a big, friendly giant at school? Oh, Have that's you... you bullied him on. Actually, let's <laughs> no, talk about Lekker being a troll <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> Partly cloudy, 19 today if you've got kids' sport on. Yeah, I do. Ollie's got his last game of soccer. So if you're uh, if you guys are free mm. and want to get around some Ollie in the rooms after good four year olds kicking after the, the win, <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, you let your kids run absolutely feral in those rooms. That my kids they genuinely think dominate. they own it it's, down there. I can't believe it. <laughs> they, they just they think, just and, and it's impossible to keep them. Do you know Ollie was signing autographs in yeah, the rooms? I'll tell you a funny story actually. So Jeremy McGovern's daughter is in my uh, little boy's pre-kindy class and we walked into class the other day and they they meant to pick their name tags up and put them in a, in a bucket and Billy picked his name tag up, yeah. put it in a bucket and his daughter walks in and says, I don't need a name tag, I'm Jeremy McGovern. Harley, <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Oh, mate. Was, oh, that the is one of the funniest things I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, your kids, everyone, everybody else's players, partners and children are standing behind the barrier. Yep. No. There's... Georgia, you cannot stop. Ollie. He, they love it so much. The players, so Elijah Hill was having a good chat with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, they, Dago, everybody they, knows what's going on. Ollie got a number eight jumper this week. There Did you he? go. Big Elijah Hewitt fan. Well, I mean, and it, it was probably Jack a good one as well. Jack Redden thinks it was paying homage to him. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> well, they have had a good win as well, so it would have been a good, yeah. a good event yeah. for the kids to get involved. No, it was. Uh, the big story during the week was that Shannon Hearn announced his retirement. Uh, superstar of the West Coast Eagles Club's uh, games record. Holder will go down as one of the greats. Here's a bit of uh, bit of audio tribute to Shannon Hearn. Here he's now he can kick a long ball from 60 metres. Shannon Hearn, yes! Oh, welcome to the big league. 
like to announce that I'm retiring from the AFL at the end of this season. It's just a wonderful game, and I've just been so thankful to be able to play it for so long and to be here at West Coast. He does the right things at the right time, and he just leads by example. I don't think you've seen him on Twitter or Instagram late. <laughs> he's a man's man. You know, he's, he's the type of bloke you want to play under. It doesn't matter what stage of the game it is or what the scoreboard says, you can still challenge yourself to win the next contest and help your mate. And that's what I've always aimed to do. I think a reflection of the club is him. Earn wreaking havoc at half-back as always. There'll be guys who play for two or three years now and when they're in their 40s, they're going to say, I played with Shannon Aaron. They're the legacy players. You know, they're the club legends. Absolute superstar of the West Coast Eagles, AFL legend. And, uh, yeah, 330-odd game, which means he's travelled 160 times. Imagine how many frequent fly points Bunger would have. <laughs> he would have every one of them as well because he's never left the country. He goes between here and the Barossa Valley. Like, do you reckon, you know, he's he's always been a really humble throughout his career, Shannon, and he's not, you know, not the loudest in the room by any by any stretch. And do you think now that he retires, he just goes big time? Like Bunger first class with the gold Rolex. A hundred percent. We'll see him getting around in that kit that he wore to dress up. I oh, think that at, was at, at West yeah. Coast. That's yeah. it. That's his real personality. Do you know, he, he he's so like he's not even on social media. He doesn't even know that his rig's gone viral. <laughs> I reckon he's got a fake account. I reckon he's all over <laughs> is, social media. Is he Laburna different account. to what he you, as a fan? You see Shannon Hearn, you go quiet. You know, leads mm. by example. Is he diff, different? Like on footy trips or away from the field? No, nah, he he's pretty much what you see is is what you get. Um, he is pretty humble. I, I told this story earlier in the week when. He retired, but he rang me up and, and said, look, I'm going to call a press conference tomorrow. And um, and I sort of said to him, oh, mate, look, you've done just about everything in the game. Um, you know, you can go out go out pretty happy. And him being pretty humble, he tried to turn it back on me. He said, oh, yeah, Lekker, but I haven't won a leading goal kicker, you know. And I sort of <laughs> wow. I said to him, well, mate, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, you've had a hand in one. You helped Charlie Kerno win one this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's uh, he's humble and impact his impact at the footy club. I think has got to be top five all time. He's huge. Oh yeah, it's you look at like Worsfold and you know those sort of players. Judd, like Premiership captains, he's a games record holder, mm. Premiership captain, and he's finished top five in the best and fairest over the last sort of fifteen years. I think oh nine he finished second, yeah. and last year he was I think third or something like that. So yeah. His consistency and his leadership qualities have, have been unbelievable. We feel grateful as well, I guess, Luke learning off someone like Bung um, and taking that in his career, you know, like he's learnt from the absolute best. And I think it's just sad to see him go, it is but sad. it's exciting I, to see what hopefully you know, the he, future holds. Yeah, I think the they'll try to play him just the home games, maybe the away game in between, but I reckon he'll play the two home games. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they can get 55,000 for that last game against oh, Adelaide and really so. kind of um, send him off. So. De- definitely, as well, because I, I don't think he realises how much the West Coast fans love him. Love him. Like he is yeah. he is one of the most beloved footballers mm. the, the club's ever seen. So make a big fuss out yes. over him over the next couple of, couple of games and yeah. send him out with a Absolutely. bit of style. What about that beanie you've got Yeah, there? well, I was just about to say, the West Coast Eagles team stores popped out a bunch of Bunga merch, which you can pre-order now. You've already scored yourself a bunga beanie, Lek. How did that come about? Yeah, well, I went to the the press conference, <laughs> at, obviously, and I was stro- I was seeing the bung- bunga beanies in the team store, and I strolled straight in there, and I thought oh, I wouldn't mind one of those, but I understand the players get kickbacks, so I was like, no way am I giving bunga my money, so I just put it on his account. <laughs> <laughs> He's got this big invoice when he leaves the club upon retiring. <laughs> Oh, uh, very good. Uh, congratulations, Shannon Hearn. Yes, what a career. Congratulations. Uh, at least two more games to go, maybe three. Of course, the West Coast Eagles play today against the Bombers. That's live right here on Triple M from 11 o'clock. Time okay. to talk motorsport. And for that, we turn to the best in the business. Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yes, our good mate Greg Rust from the Rusty's Garage podcast doing massive numbers on the Listener app, of course. You can get it for free from there. He's on the line right now. Morning, Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Morning, guys. Hey, Rusty. How are we? Very well. Look, we're all all good here. Now, I need to ask you about Oscar Piastri. Now, Belgium was a high and low for him. Uh, That podium has to be good for the second half of the year in Formula 1. And did he not send Twitter into some sort of spin as well? Hello. Oh, Danny, I reckon it's got to be good for the second half, as you rightly point out. OK, it happened in the sprint race on the Saturday. 
We know that McLaren in recent races and different tracks is on, on the up and up. Um, he dearly would have loved to have done it in the main event in the GP on the Sunday, but was, was kind of squeezed by Carlos Sainz going down into turn one. And, and Carlos half pointed the finger at Oscar saying, you know, that sort of stuff historically does happen at turn one, lap one at Spa. So maybe you, you should have thought of other options. But Oscar's options in that moment were seriously limited. I, I, as you rightly say, take the positive of the podium on the Saturday. Car looks good at a couple of places now. Hopefully McLaren keep that momentum in the second half. Should be good. Now, Rusty, let's talk about my man, uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Did, did uh, you know, Mark, that's Danny went to school with Dan Ricciardo? <laughs> We're doing this every week, are <laughs> yeah, we? Danny and Danny. <laughs> they, yeah. They've made Hanging this out. my claim to fame. Like, oh, I've mentioned it once. Behind <laughs> the bike racks. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did a training session with him once at West Coast. He was a ripper bloke. Oh, but look I'm going to claim him Jeez, as well. He's, that's that. why I said, my man, uh, <laughs> the team he considered going back to is in a bit of turmoil. Did he did he dodge a bullet there or what, Rusty? You, you could argue that he uh, he did because um, three kind of senior people in that team that have a lot of Formula One experience have basically departed straight after the Belgium race. So it does make you wonder what the heck is going on in that, that operation. Obviously, Renault are doing some changes in a managerial sense there. And I just hope that it, it does get itself into a position, uh, that team, because young Jack Doohan is kind of waiting in the wings. He's an Alpine junior, so we want the, that team to be in good shape um, for the day he hopefully graduates to F1. But I reckon, Mark, that the, the stuff that Dan has done on his return with AlphaTauri, lots of positives for me, you know, in the way he's performed relative to his teammate um, for the bulk of it. Um, that, that's a, a box tick on his return to, um, to Formula 1 for sure. Mm. Now, Rusty, there's been some call for calm. People just to settle down a bit after some expletives on the telly Ooh. and in the pit car radio chat in the supercars <laughs> in Sydney. What was going on there? Well, you guys know that I don't like the stuff on socials and mm. at, at times the keyboard warriors get a bit too full on for yeah. my liking. In short, uh, Cam Waters got a bit heated on the, the pit to car radio. He was a bit uptight. But Barry Ryan, the team boss at Erebus, he copped a fine and uh, he's got to do a bit of community service within motorsport as well for uh, dropping an F-bomb during a television interview. It's a family game, so you could argue you probably don't want to do that. But it was late at night. It was on cable TV, as a, as a, a colleague pointed out. You know, really, we, we don't want this scenario to get to a point where these key figures in our sport feel like they can't speak their mind because then the game will be vanilla and it'll be dead set boring. We want personality to come through with this stuff. That's one thing that the V8 drivers do very well. They are very, Agreed. very well at, uh, very good at speaking for the media. Unlike <laughs> AFL players, boring as bad. <laughs> That's what they are. No, no, we need more of the V8 supercar stuff in the in the air media. Imagine if there were microphones in here that were picked up when we had music playing. Don't worry about that. Oh, Danny. <laughs> yeah. What about last time I was in here with your son? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ollie Shuey does have a gut of mouth. Yes. All right, thanks, Rusty. We'll thanks, catch Rusty. you next week. See you, gang. Hopefully you don't have to run the beeper for me one day. See yeah. you. <laughs> 92.9 Triple M. The checkered flags out for Rusty's Motorsport Update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Uh, Rhino is homesick. Poor man. The uh, I think he's got plastic Botox kind of infection. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeped into his brain. It, it all went wrong for him, didn't uh, it? Oh, so Lecker is filling in, and I know Lecker's a big fan of this place, Crown. Yes. Yeah, not just Crown. not just the tables, but the Crown Sports Bar. Every time you try to book a room for a special occasion, it's already, oh, sorry, yeah, Mark LaCroix's got the with a family. King, King Suite. And, yeah. he, actually, he asked the other day if you, <laughs> if you can take your dog there. <laughs> the, the, new, the new puppy. I'll tell you what, one of the best dates I've ever had is taking the wife to the Crown Sports I'm Bar. I'm glad you said wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> lucky. Yeah, well, I could have gone there, but I'm not going to. Uh, well, you actually can get there this weekend because all the knockout stages of the FIFA yep. Women's World Cup are happening. So you can watch it loud, live on the massive screens there at the Sports Bar. So yeah, don't so miss the Matildas play Monday night against Denmark. So that'll be massive at Crown. Uh, go to the Merrywell afterwards. Grab yourself a post-match debrief, bit of a burger. Best pub feed in Perth. Really one, cool. of, one of the best pub feeds in Perth. Oh, I'm putting it out there. No, <laughs> I have never got, never left Marywell going. I didn't eat well. So just, just leaving a little bit yeah, open yeah. in case somebody best. else wants to come. And one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crown, great food, great place to watch all your sport. If it's a game worth celebrating, it's larger than life at Crown. Danny. It certainly is. Now, you've been doing some listen, internet deep diving. So... <sighs> 
I hang out with young people, not all the time, but some of the younger players will come to eat dinner at our house. I'm not going to name any names. Their lingo and the way they chat to each other is so beyond Luke and I, okay? So I think you hit 30 and what people are doing in their early 20s, you've got no idea. Like the way they get their terms off Urban Dictionary and then it just goes viral, right? Like the term eshe. I had no idea what that was 18 months ago. And then some of these boys going, an eshe, like this is what an eshe is. And I'm going, what? And I reckon there's still people listening. Oh, what's doing, Mr Adlai? I'm the wallet inspector. Hand it over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like the red sneakers, the bum bags. Now, there'd be people listening now that still don't know what an eshe is. Yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah, I think. You, are you an Esher? Yeah, no, no, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm one of the people that have got no idea what it is. I reckon, like around the forty age, you, you might sort of Danny's. You know, you're not my age. Mm. You, you care a bit. You might, but once you get past that, you don't even bother caring anymore. That's well, how. That's how I knew it was time for me to retire from yeah. football. Is the, the locker room chat. I was just that far removed, and I just used to walk out of there going, "What are those young folks talking about? What are they about? talking about?" So, so this one's caught me by surprise, and I'm actually I don't know if I'm offended by it for the female race, but. There's two terms getting around, and it's pretty much to describe, you know, to rate what someone's image is. What? I don't feel comfortable talking about this. Are you going to rate women? Well, no. So, no, no, we're not going to rate rate women. We're rating it's just just (laughs) anyone's appearance, okay? But I'm just going to go, I'm going to talk on behalf of the voice of females and say, so mid or leng, L E N G. So you're either a mid or a leng. Now, a mid would indicate that you're. Lekko, this is all yours, yeah. mate. <laughs> Here so, we go. Okay, go. Well, okay, we'll give it a description in the studio. So I would probably need mid in the studio, all right? I, I'm okay looking. I'm I'm not a Victoria's Secrets model by any stretch. Oh, I could be. You haven't seen me in my lingerie. <laughs> but a mid, right? What That's about? to describe a mid. Now, uh, a leng. Don't, don't look at me. I'm L-E-N-G is someone like, let's go lekker. A leng, that makes no sense. I, get, I understand the term mid because it's sort of mid. It's like a mid yeah, of the range. Mid. There's no right? low, so I guess that takes a, a leng, bit of an offence away. A leng so. is someone who is just like a work of art, you know, like picture perfect, looks, attitude, lekker. fashion, lekker. So in yeah, this studio right now, I'm a mid, yeah. you're a leng. There wasn't a term for below me. <laughs> I tried to find it on Urban Dictionary. Not Tommy. saying that would be you, but <laughs> wow! Uh, anyway, a... because there was it's going viral that people think Margot Robbie is a mid. What? And I was Give shocked. What? I just can't believe this is even a, Man, a she's, topic. She's right up there with yeah. the best of them. I'll tell you, what, I've got a mate that not so much. I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but name he's, him. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's talking to Shannon Hearn about you know potentially finding a wife, and yeah. and he's sort of said, mate. <laughs> Find yourself a nice six and a half. They're, they're, they're the oh, best geez. ones to marry, all right? So. <laughs> Luke found himself one and they're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, next up, though, one triple five three. This is the game taking the uh, radio world by storm. I know Lekker walked in and said, gee, I've heard about this beat the huddle game. <laughs> I wouldn't mind playing. <laughs> One triple three five three. One uh, hundred bucks to spend at Sienna's. Another yeah, great place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny says Sienna's. Yeah, oh, it's one of the best. One place. of the best yeah. restaurants <laughs> in Perth. Uh, hundred bucks to spend there. It's a best of five quiz. Pretty straightforward. You can take on Mark. Yep. Or Danny. Yep. Knock them off. Yep. Win the prize. It's essentially a pop sports quiz, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty it's straightforward. Uh, one triple three five three. A hundred bucks at Sienna's. Feed the familiar. Is that family? <laughs> yeah, family. Uh, pizza, pasta, <laughs> it's in Leaderville. Yep. It's got a kids' playground. Yeah, actually, very convenient. Mm-hmm. 100 bucks to spend there. One triple three five three. Take on Mark LaCroix or Danny Shuey this morning. Uh, good to see that Andrew Wembley is listening, texting through, saying he's loving uh He's trying to Mark play LaCroix's Beat the work. Huddle. Is he, is he short of 100 bucks? Because he's trying Members. to play. Well, he's he just short me of and it, said, I think he'll be okay. He's trying to get he's to on one triple three five. Does he? he needs to get a life, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Get out there and go for a swim. He's jealous like. that you're here. That's what it <laughs> is. Just, I think, Danny, you just said he just woke up on the jetty out the front of Longneck Brewery yes. after OB after last the, night. Broadcast, that's right. uh, winding back the clock. But uh, time to do this. Oh, it's go time. Brilliant stuff. Beat the huddle. Big moment. All right, it's beat the huddle. You can take on Lekka or Danny. Best of five quiz. Uh, you get it right. You're off to CNN's job. Oh, and the great man, oh, Basil Zamplis, Triple M uh, alumni. Stalwart of Leaderville, isn't it? Yeah. Big fan of CNN's. You'll often see him there. I've seen him there. Yeah. yeah. Great little restaurant. It is. 100 bucks will go a long way. It's a good family place because of the playground and uh, everything. Right. Taylor's yeah. in Byford. Morning, Taylor. Hey, Taylor. 
Morning. How you going? Good, thank you. Uh, first off, though, who would you like to take on, Mark or Danny? I'll go later. No. Oh, smart option. So I'm going to hand the question. Special guest appearance, here. mate. I'm worried about Danny. you. Do you know right, what? Yeah. He's been out of reception for a few weeks I up north. Really, yeah, might doing be a smart choice. Oh, come on, Lek. This could be so quite what, what embarrassing. I, my so name is my buzzer, your name is, is your buzzer, Taylor and Lek. And here are the questions. Number one, how many goals did Buddy Franklin kick in his AFL career? Lekker. Yes. <laughs> this is actually really. Yeah, I, it's, I know. Do I get within ten sort of range? I'll yep, go. Yep, 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 yep. No, uh, come on. A thousand and sixty-six. Hey, you're joking. That's spot on. You are like joking, yeah. Taylor. I'm I sorry. Did, yeah. I did not realise he was this much of a gun at the quiz. I saw it on uh, the footy last night. I'll be honest. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Unlucky, you still Matt. there, Taylor? Yep. Still All there. right. Lift. Yep. Uh, WA umpire <laughs> Brett Roseberry broke the record last night for games. Lecker. Oh, ham. Yep, go no. on. What was your answer? I'm not going to read the rest of the question. 504. All Damn right. It. Taylor gets the full question. WA umpire Brett Roseberry broke the umpire. record last night for games <laughs> umpired. What number does he wear? Oh. Elijah Hewitt. Six. I don't oh. know. Lecker. Do I get a go? Nah. That's right. it. It was eight. It's and it's umpire as well. Right. Thanks, Danny, not empire. <laughs> empire. <laughs> which player? That's which, one. One to mark. One to mark. All right. Zero to Taylor. Here we go, Taylor. Which player had the most disposals in last Taylor. night's? Taylor. Yes, Taylor. Trelaw. Yeah. Good. Oh, good from you, Taylor. Hey, it could go, go both ways here. Why? Bontempelli. Hang on. Doesn't, Hang on. Who matter. had the most? Well, Trelaw clearly did, didn't he? Well, it, it must have been Trelaw. Well, that's exactly the same. Yeah, but he's kicked three goals, so you've got to go av- average to it. It's okay. Regardless, goals. Taylor got in first, mate. So can you not argue? No, it's one apiece. Question number four. <laughs> <laughs> Question <laughs> number four. Fill thing up for a hundred dollars Sienna's voucher that he can't spend. He's got. He's got. How many kids have you? I am. You're not going to feed them all anyway. All right. Here we go. Four. Matilda's take on which country on Monday night? Yeah. Denmark. Yes. All right. Is that is that first to three? All right. Here we go. Yeah, it's two to, two to Mark, one to Taylor. Checking Taylor's still there. Still there. All right. Number five. I think the phone reception's a bit slow and bothered. Don't be scared after, to say your name, Taylor. After <laughs> leaving Frio, in what year did Lockie Neal start playing for Brisbane? Taylor. Yes, Taylor. Taylor. Come on, Taylor. Twenty-one. No, twenty nineteen. We're running out of questions. All right. Here we go, boys. Question six. Formula One is now on a break for a few weeks with the next race in which European country? <laughs> Taylor, yeah? Germany. Where's that? What did he say? Oh, Germany. Germany. No. That, that, that was my hint, Lake. All right, this is, this, is, this is it. I still don't get it. Yeah. Hawks take on magpies today. <laughs> Are there more species of hawks or magpies in the world? Lekker. Yes. Hawks. Oh, he's done Bang. it. He's You're done it. Dead. Taylor, I'm so sorry. I'm that's so it. sorry you had to take it. You should have taken on me, mate. That's you what you won. get, mate. That's, what they, <laughs> that's, a, that's a lesson for all listeners. Yeah. That's what you get when you take, take on me. On Can Laker. you put your shoulders down? Look at him. As soon as he won the quiz, he just piped right up. <laughs> sorry, Taylor. Taylor, good news is you can have a crack next week, and I highly suggest you take on me. No worries, thank you. <laughs> See you, Taylor. Have Cheers a great up. day. So the $100 Sienna's voucher lives yeah. on. It lives on. I, I'm, I'm claiming that. Hand it, hand it over. <laughs> How good to hear the uh, Hilltop Hoods yeah. on the radio still kicking around. I feel it's a bit nostalgic for me. Yeah, I reckon you would have been doling out I was always floor. front left, southbound dance floor. Just southbound. Southbound Music Festival was my, my stomping ground for a good few years there. Club Bayview, you would have spent many a uh, night there. Not too many. I saw Lekker uh, a bit there back in the day. Oh, don't mm. mention that. Sunday nights, the boys used to come up. I actually have a really cringe memory Uh, when I think back to Club Bayview days. I remember not knowing Nat Fife and Nat Fife being in the line, a couple in front of me, and being that irrit that was like, oh, it's Fife. And now looking back, I'm like, I am so embarrassed how I carried myself back then. Nothing's really changed. (laughs) Up after nine o'clock. Now Uh, I'm like, oh, look at I'm I'm Ricardo's mate. (laughs) That's all I hear. Uh, We've got plenty to get stuck stuck into with the Fremantle Dockers. Uh, they got a big game against Brisbane tomorrow. Mm. It's still mathematically possible. It's not. They're not making it. Still hold, no, I like it. Don't no be a Debbie chance, Downer, mate. No. It's not a Debbie. It's just a realist. You're just anti-Frio. That's what you are. You uh, walked in mate, here I, saying, I, went down I hate there. Frio. No. I, I, used to, I did two pre-seasons coaching there. Yeah, then got, they said I we can't pay you and you left. Yeah. <laughs> 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 can't afford you. 
Uh, we got that. And uh, Danny's mate from the World Cup, the yeah. World Cup superstar, Steve Pios, coming up. Uh, yeah, the weekend huddle is here. Ryan's not here. He's crook at home. Unfortunately, if you see him walking around, just give him his condolences. The uh, Botox has seeped in and he's just a bit worse for wear today. So well, poor look, Rhino. If Rhino wants to be sick next week, I'm quite comfortable with Lekker filling he's in. Lekker, well. you've been great. Filling in. like That's a play on words there with the Botox for uh, old Rhino. <laughs> I'm happy to fill in any time. in. Hey, uh, after in. us today, the Saturday Rob, JB, Billy, Purple, Bernie, Vince, and then the West Coast Eagles so, taking yeah. on Essen Don. Hey, can I just say, you're spoiled for choice when it comes to sport in Perth on, at the it? moment. This week, obviously, the FIFA Women's World Cup. We'll catch up with Steve Pios next. He's the yes. uh, match day announcer. I worked Is with him. Is he he's related a great to Paul? Bloke. No, he's not. He's and a, a lot of people think that. No, he's not. Anyway, he's a great fellow. We'll catch up with him next. And tonight over at Optus, the this NRL sed- doubleheader happening. <laughs> yes. uh, there's tickets still available. Um, 2.30, the Dolphins and Newcastle Knights, and then the South Sydney Rabbitars and the Cronulla Sharks at 5.30 tonight. Look out. Rabattoirs? Rabbitoes. Yeah. They'll get massive crowd there. They had a thousand people at training during the week. Did they really? I yeah. didn't realise it was so big in WA. Yeah, it's big. I think it's got its like own community of you've people got, that go to it. Yeah, and you've got people that have come over here Expats, from and they New still Zealand. follow it and love yeah. it. And I think it's really great that they're doing a game over here. Well, I know, I, I've seen the kids playing rugby. I'll tell you what, I'll take my daughter to netball and there's a little rugby oval off to the side. They let smash each other. I'll try and Try and tell Rex, get, you, you want to play rugby? Yeah. And he looked at it and like, just nah, shook his head. Yeah, like, nah. well, <laughs> nah. And also the cauliflower ears. Oh, yeah. yeah. You see, you there keep... was some vision during the week of a yeah. young kid over East playing and he was like the Shannon Hearn mm. of, um, of junior rugby. He was like three times as big as everybody <laughs> and he's just running with the ball, like gets it at full back. <laughs> And just like pushing pot, these can poor you, little wow. eight-year-old kids are can, just like bouncing. Can off. you imagine if Shannon Hearn's school team had a, a rugby, rugby side when in year seven when he was a foot taller <laughs> when he was, than the teacher? When he was a behemoth, <laughs> oh, he's a big ogre. <laughs> uh, next up, though, we're going to shift our focus. To the Women's World Cup, we've oh, all got some Matilda's awesome. fever. Mm-hmm. Danny's been making about herself, and uh, we're going to find out what she's like to work with with Steve Pios, <laughs> the sport that's really uh, taking us all by storm. Danny, your, oh. your sport, you've made it all about you, and rightly so. <laughs> Haven't I become the face of the FIFA Women's World you Cup over here? I'm she's joking. She's just telling us she reckons she could have played in Listen, it. That's, uh, that's how uh, good she is. We do have World Cup fever, and I need to, to bring someone on the show today. He's been the match day announcer for many World Cups, so he knows his stuff and he's an expert when it comes to football. It's Mr. Steve Pios from Canberra. How are you, Steve? Excellent, Danny. Good morning, everyone. How are you going? Yeah, we're very we're well. Good. So Steve and I work together oh, this, this I feel, past fortnight. Thanks, boys. Did you ask for double? I'll tell you what, it was a hard week, but we got there. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's the, um, the, the guy that sort of creates the atmos, okay? Yes. So it's greatness is coming. Introduce the teams. Let's, let's have a little snippet of what Steve's like. People of Wollongong, this is it. It's now time for the main event of the evening. Good, I like that. Yeah, listen, he gets gets you pumped up. Steve, just just while we've got you there, can you give us an intro to Colombia and do it the way you did it on the night? Just just for the boys. Football fans here in Perth, get ready to welcome your team from Colombia. Oh, he got that... everyone fired up. You yeah, felt like the vibration it. through. I hope, uh, he, I hope he's not taking this call those, down. Learn all those vows, Danny, through my Spanish teachings over the last few years. Ah. One of those uh, FIFA prerequisites. I hope you're not <laughs> doing this so interview down at the local cafe. People next to me, what is happening? <laughs> Actually, Steve's got over a hundred and eleven thousand followers on TikTok, right? He's getting like wow. 9.3 million views on his videos because he does just that, but it taps into the market of people who, you know, these mad yeah. football fans all around the world. That's what, that's what they want to hear. That's what the World Cup's all about. We've seen games here in mm. Perth, Steve, have been sold out with um, probably teams you wouldn't think that would do it. And uh, women's football has been dominating for the past couple of weeks. 100%. Look, it was a perfect couple of weeks in Perth. We had full crowds there for most of the time. 
And uh, just to see the, the wonderful stories like Morocco getting through the other night. And that wasn't just a case of needing to beat Colombia. They needed results to go their way. Or as Daniel and I talked about, they needed a 4-0 win to actually do it off their own bat. So they needed the result to go their way in Brisbane between uh, Germany and, and Korea Republic, and they got that. But then we've also seen just great results. We saw Jamaica get through their group and, and Brazil going out of that group. One of their results was was the game where they beat Panama uh, on Saturday, last Saturday in mm. Perth as well. So we had, we had a magnificent time in Perth. It really was. It was close to the venue of the games, in my opinion. I've done a few of these things, and, and for us, the, the ambience was just magnificent. Steve, I'm absolutely loving the World Cup. What about Australia's next game? What What are their chances? We got Denmark. Uh, we had a big, obviously, had a big win the last game. Are we a chance of of repeating that? Yeah, without a doubt, we are. I think it's for us. It's just about managing the occasion properly. Now, when you've got a World Cup at home like this, it's sort of every game has the focus, has the attention, it has the audience of the crowd there as well. You know, really cheering us on. Four years ago in France, we played Norway at this stage in a game we were expected to win. And unfortunately, we got knocked out on penalties. So this is an occasion where we're playing another Scandinavian team and a team that, as Danny would attest to, didn't really impress us going forward. They, they didn't end up winning a couple of games, but they've only scored uh, four goals in the process of getting to this point in the tournament. So they've struggled to actually put the ball in the back of the net. And I feel like us getting our confidence up in that last game with, with four big ones against a really strong opponent means that we're set to go. Like another I think the, the focus for us just has to be manage the occasion, play our game. And, and I think Tony Gustafsson's shown that he's pretty rigid with team selection. I would have made a lot of changes in that, in that last game just to give us a bit more pace and a bit more directness in that last game. But he showed that, look, I'm going to keep my team as it is. I'm not going to bow to the pressure. And thankfully for him, it, it paid off because I think the knives would have been out for him if we had have gone out. Mm. But it is set for us. We're, we're ready to go. It's going to be a massive night in Sydney. You know, expecting 75, 80,000 mm. on, on Monday night. And, you know, a viewer as we saw, sort of up to two to three million people. So it'll, it'll captivate the nation, and let's hope we can make it through. Uh, we'll win. Write it down now. Oh. Let, let three <laughs> one go. write it down, and we're going to win it. because our, our lady, who is the superstar of the game, yep. will be back. She'll get a brace. You like that? Soccer talk. Uh, <laughs> Sam Kerr, will she be playing? Will she be playing? You know? Yeah, she's playing. I'm, right, well, I'm putting it in. Well, a calf doesn't take uh, a week and a half. Uh, uh, what uh, do you three, reckon? Three weeks is enough, right, Lek? Oh, for a calf? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't reckon. That's touch and go. Oh, stay positive, Lek. Uh, get her out there, though. Yeah, we, Steve. We, we, uh, what do you reckon, Steve? Is she in, there, in or well, out? We, we, we've talked about this, Danny, didn't we? Because yeah. we talked about back of the leg injuries. Anything mm. that's hammies and calves. Now, I haven't played professional sport. Uh, yeah, like your husband, for example, or, or you know, or Mark, or that sort of thing. But I think I just I would struggle to see someone coming back after two to three weeks. I really would, noting that you'd sort of be only just starting your getting your fitness back up now. But look, let's not be negative. I think that's that's the right point. Now she's going to come back. If anything, probably bench twenty minutes. You'll bag a brace, and, and, and as mm, you said, yes. and then I don't need her. They, they don't even go. need her at the moment. Uh, yeah. Steve, before Which you I go, think, I think that's true. That's a good point. I'm oh, sorry, I just yeah. quite quickly there. We don't need her now. And, and we say yeah. that with the most respect possible. Yeah. We've set ourselves up now, super sub if need be. But Mary Fowler has shown that up front, she can do the job with Caitlin Ford running out wide and opening mm. space for her up as a false nine. Like We can do it without it. And, and I say that in the most positive way. 40 and Fowler, the double F. I'm on the 40 and Fowler train. Hey, uh, Steve, <laughs> just wanted to finish up before you go, my friend. Um, working with me came with its bloopers, of course. Um <laughs> Just a couple. Uh, uh, would you like to share the story with uh, Mark and Tommy about what happened when I walked to the control room and saw a bit of action with the with the secret cars rocking up? Yeah, look, Danny, I'm happy to share this on your behalf. <laughs> this was an absolute classic. So we're getting ready for, for kickoff, and, and Danny is making her way back up to the control room. So there's a big kerfuffle out the front because we had a very special guest that was joining us for that game to witness everything. So Danny's making her way out the back. There's, there's a big security detail, all the, what was it, Danny? Black Mercedes yeah, black, and all yeah, that sort yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah, all, yeah. all lined up. Yeah, the full cavalcade. And then Danny's walked past, and, and one, of the, one of the volunteer team have gone, oh, oh, Danny, you've just missed all the, all, all, all the motion. There, there's, there's a big guest here, the president's here. And then Danny's looked at him and gone, oh, wow, Joe Biden's here. Everyone has just pissed themselves and gone. And you've come back and told that story, Danny. I've just looked at you and gone, well, of course, Danny, it's a wet, cold, freezing night in Perth for Morocco versus Colombia. Who wouldn't want to be here, including smoking Joe? I mean, it was Gianni Valentino, the president of FIFA, was there. It wasn't Joe Biden. You're close, Danny. That's good. What was his name? What was his name? 
Gianni Infantino, not that's Valentino. Oh, anyway, well, we'll I thought that's that. what you said better anyway. He's not, he's not listening, I'm sure. Steve. I still thought it was uh, Seth Blatter. So you're doing better than me, Danny. Hey, Steve, thanks for joining us. Uh, go oh. the Socceroos on Monday and keep those. The Matildas. Uh, oh, Matildas, apologies. Go that's the Matildas, okay, of mate. course. They're on our stuff up all the time, as we just said. <laughs> go Australia and uh, keep those TikToks coming. We'll be watching. Be watching. Thanks, Steve. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers, Honestly, mate. great to chat. Let's go to the Matildas and we'll talk again soon. Thank Thanks, you. Steve. Beautiful. That's Steve Pios. He's been hanging out with Danny for a couple of weeks. She's been dominating the World Cup and all attention now turns to Monday night. The I Matildas. love it how we threw in a few as we were chatting about the football, Danny. Mate, I've got no idea what's going on. Uh, it's actually 6.30 Channel 7 on the main channel. Yes, that's right. So the yep. news. Get so Rhino has been cut back to half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think tonight, if I can convince... The cheese, as I call her. The Zink- cheese. Zinker. Yeah. Oh, isn't it the squeeze? Yeah, the cheese. <laughs> I think you've got that one endearing. wrong. I think you cheese. call your partner the squeeze. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the way we roll. Cheddar. That, cheddar? You call yourself cheddar because you bring no, in the cheddar. No, she calls me cheddar. She's the cheese. <laughs> you bring in the cheddar. Yeah, the cheese. She's the cheddar. You like that? Yeah. Uh, not really. That's no. Do you know uh, where I'm heading this where, weekend? That's where I'm going. Uh, crown tonight. To crown. Yeah, yep, that's right. Game day. There's so much sport on at the moment. And the FIFA Women's World Cup, I had the day off yesterday. The action's back tonight. The knockout stages and live on those massive screens yeah. of the Crown Sports Parts. Where you want to be, all the Atmos. I'm a, nowhere better to watch sport. I'm a big 88 noodle bar man. Yeah, you've said this no, before. I'm a tight ass, so I like to go there. It's about 17 bucks. No line normally. Don't have to queue up at the fancy restaurants. I just go in there. Well... Take the cheese. <laughs> can I just say, can I just say the Merrywell, you never struggle to get a seat there. Yes. That's always good for a post-match debrief. So yeah, burgers, if it's a palmies. game worth celebrating, boys, it's larger than life at Crown. So be there. Uh, now, tomorrow, uh, live on Triple M, 2.40 p.m. Actually, 2 p.m., the coach, Justin Longmere, will be joining myself, Lockie, Embers and Zave. Uh, for the game tomorrow against Brisbane. Uh, Brennan Cox's back lecker. Uh, the big thing, though, the Dockers still think, and you think they can't, but mathematically, if everything goes their way, and what we saw against Geelong, they can produce a good game against Brisbane, they are a very small chance to make finals. They are no chance to make finals, in my view. Oh, Let's try, are we gonna... <laughs> try, to, try to get their supporters some hope. The, they're 15th on the ladder. We Let's have be honest. to be realistic yeah, they about no chance, it. <laughs> they, no, yeah. I, would love, I would love for them to make the finals because I think they'd be good for WA football. But yeah. they had, a, they had a, a great win. But you've got to look at the, the side overall. They have got a pretty young list. Yeah. So mm. consistency has been their issue all year. Their best is, is really good. Like, we see the likes of like Hayden Young and those sort of players coming through and Amos and and it's going to take them, take them time. So I, I don't know how to break down for you at the moment. I sort of look at last year and it's like, did they overperform last year or are they underperforming mm. this year? I think it's probably somewhere in between. So There's still – it looks to me – I don't even know why I'm giving my expert opinion no, on no, this, but it looks to me like they're still finding their mojo. As yeah. a as a playing group, would would that be far I, off? I think last year was probably an outlier. They overperformed, and then this year they lost. I think twenty percent of their experience. So mm. they lost Mundy and Acres and Lob, and you know guys that can definitely hold down a role. A role also lost their depth. So all of a sudden you see Johnson and Erasmus and Henry having to play every week. And mm. like, do, do you find that when you have a good year, the other coaches might figure out? your game style a bit and yeah. kind of know how you play a bit better. Yeah, definitely. I think they put in a bit of work into you and, and they got they got beaten in the final last year. And I think sides would probably look at that as to, to how to play against them. But like we said, there, there's been a, a few different or actually pretty major changes with like Jackson and those sort of players mm-hmm. coming yeah. in and the young guys that are coming through and ex- the experience of a Mundy and I mean Darcy's been out for large chunks of the year as well. And Fife as well. So that, that sort of doesn't go unnoticed on match day. I feel like they're setting themselves up for a, a few years of like sustained success yeah. with the demographic of their list that they've got. It's just going to be how quick is it going to come? You know, mm-hmm. like they've, they've got the Brayshaws, Sarong, Sarong Young, Aiden Young. Aiden Henry's like an said. interesting one. I rate yeah. Henry. So he's got a contract at the end of this year. Yeah. And I think Peter Bell said a couple of weeks ago they might. Have to lose him. They should have been because... playing him earlier. Like, I've, I've, yeah, he was a he was a he was an early draft pick. Yeah, and sometimes with those players, you just need to chuck them into the side and give them fifteen games in a row, and and then they get their confidence. So he, I mean, if they lose him, I feel like that's going to be a big loss. Yeah, hopefully they can retain Liam Henry. Uh, Luke Jackson's been in great form with Sean Darcy out the unicorn, and I think people forget he's twenty one. 
Luke Jackson. He's a ruckman. He'll be a genuine superstar. Uh, I think they'll tag Lockie Neal tomorrow as well. Uh, I think we saw last week that if you don't tag Lockie Neal, he um, gets off the chain. Let's I think that's the, they're a chance against Brisbane. For don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about I'm not making finals. I think they're a genuine chance against yeah. Brisbane, the way they're playing. Uh, Brisbane gets Zach Bailey back in a few guys go out. You can hear it live right here on Triple M for about 2pm. The coach, Justin Longmuir, will be on the pre-game coverage as well. Lockie Embers Zay will be on that game. Uh, we're just discussing some things off air here that probably it's, can't go to air, but that's okay. Uh, look, it's a little bit <laughs> awkward because Lek was a professional athlete for many, many years. And you and I, Tommy, uh, like I'd struggle to run a lap of an oval. Yeah, what are I you like? What are you like? I used to be in good shape. Now I'm probably... You play golf. In shit shape. You play yeah, golf. That's pretty yeah. much sums me up as well. I think. <laughs> yeah, golf. I you can, bet. Your I can, betting's a I sport. I carry my I guess. golf bag and walk yeah. eighteen holes. That's mm-hmm. seven k's. That's, that's not bad. No, that, that's good. So um, I'm always quite interested in what motivates people when they're working out because I'm never. I've never been like a proper runner, right? But I have heard that there are things that amp you up. You know, certain songs, certain playlists. You you can attest to this, Lex. Yeah, definitely. I, I back in my playing day, I was a bit of a uh, bit of a punk rocker growing up. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, my, uh, my song that used to get me up, Bro Him Tribute. Have you got a little bit of Bro Him for us, Tommy? I do. Let a little just, bit of Tommy. Uh, uh, bro Him. It'll, it'll work us up, yeah. Period. Pennywise. Oh, this was like, um, this reminds me of Tony Hawk Pro Skater on PlayStation. You could pick your track. So whenever we were out with the boys as well, I would always go up to like the DJ or something. Me and JK really yeah. love that song. Just play Bro Him Tribute and they would always tell us the It's off. funny. Ember's just texted through then. He said uh, he loved this one. <laughs> I thought, I thought, did, that, you, did that, you mean this song? He said, oh, no, you got it wrong. I meant this song. Yeah, yeah. Those two tracks scream Andrew <laughs> Emily, don't they? <laughs> um, through the week uh, in the Matilda's press conference, our goalkeeper, Mackenzie Arnold, she was talking yes. about what gets the girls pumped up before the game, and she said this. Actually, yeah, there's Strawberry Kisses by Nikki Webster. Oh, Has on, been mate. a team favourite. <laughs> <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I don't know where that's come from. I think actually it was Steph Catley's favourite song and now we've all jumped on the wagon. Oh, wow. I'm feeling it. Don't. Oh, you know what? I don't, I don't mind it, but it's just you know, a little bit a little bit cringy. You know who would love that song? A little bit cringy. In all seriousness, yeah. Xavier Ellis. Yeah, he he's, he loves, he's a very One Direction uh, Nicky Webster stuff. fan. Yeah, yeah, totally. I um, I don't really have one. Right. What, what? What's yours, Tommy? Uh, mine's a bit of this one. <laughs> you know why that's his? It's a KFC ad. Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking of that bucket yeah. of chicken. Just straight up yeah. the work. Yeah. Three piece, um, three piece feed. I can't potato say. And gravy. I can't say. Like I'd like to be that person that knows a cool song and you know, like that's my track. You know, like a like <laughs> Just something you cool. You said that you didn't seem cool. Yeah. But this is all. <laughs> no, this is all. all I can think of when I think of working out. Do you remember this, the old Whopper commercial? I just always think the kilometres I'm doing means it equates to the big meal I can eat afterwards. Calories in, calories out. Yeah. Calories in, calories out. That's exactly my motto and how I work out. Far out. Uh, Those uh, Hungry Jacks ads, remember those with... uh JK and Nick Nat holding the burgers. Never actually allowed admit, to bite it. I did edit a few of those photos and put something else in his hands and send them send him to him. Of course you <laughs> did. Double hander. Next minute, Google Drive goes round. Uh, that's good stuff from you, like. Uh, Are we big allowed fan. to say that? Uh, <laughs> 2.9 triple been said. Uh, of course, Ryan is still, unfortunately, the uh, needle went a bit too deep on the Botox. <laughs> he's going to be so filthy when he listens back, if he does listen back. Otherwise, oh, he's a big fan. Just not telling him we've been he's, hanging shit on him all morning. He's a big fan of the listener app and listens back to the podcast every That's Saturday. L I S T N R. You can catch all the shows there. Nice, nice uh, work, Love Tommy. So, uh, so Lecker is here, of course. Dan. One game we haven't dissected. Yes. Today is uh, West Coast and Bombers, uh, which comes on next after yeah, Saturday so the Rub. Rub, 11.45. Yes. You can hear the game. What do you reckon? Uh, 60 points would be a good result. Yeah. I'm, I'm tending to sort of go with you. What's going on with Elijah Hewitt? There was a bit of a scare. Was there? Apparently, a little bit of a scare. I mean, it was, was a little Mitch bit... Woodcock might have, might have thrown a little story out there. And... 
Yeah, so he did. So those that don't know, Mitch Woodcock is a journalist at the West Australian. Um, he's been having a, a couple of run-ins with, uh, with Simo and with the club. It's pretty open. It's out there. He's been writing some stories. And yesterday he tweeted the Eagles' young gun Elijah Hewitt appeared to be in some discomfort after training today. Now, I must say, I looked at the vision, and he clearly grabs his knee, and he walks off with a trainer. And I was like, what's that? And then he then the story was written on the West, exclusive. West Coast has abruptly stopped their captain's run after a highly rated young gun appeared to injure his knee, which, of course, they have just gone with something. What does abrupt, abruptly stop me? Do? Hey, right, off, off, <laughs> off the field. Off the field, off quick. The field. Elijah's what? had his knee. I'll tell you what, I've played, I have played, I played for 14, 15 years, and we never ended a training session when uh, a second-year player got injured, even in a captain's run. So for me, I heard it, and I've gone, he's done his knee. Yeah. And obviously the club have, have refuted yeah. it. Yeah. So contrary to reports, Elijah Hewitt trained fully and did not injure his knee uh, at the captain's run this afternoon. I love the little bit of back and forth. It's good. Yeah. It? I love it. It's, yeah, it's great. Look, so, I wrote this, but look, uh, I didn't write right, it's back. He, he hasn't backtracked either, has he? Ping, so, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what, that would have been the worst result for West Coast yeah. if he had a, if he had a hurt himself because he's showing some some real glimpses of so he shoey like sort of sort yeah. of player for in Mike. Mitchell's defence so Elijah Hewitt came off in the game last week and they did like one of those is the PCL test when they do the yep. or on the knee and went down to the rooms so clearly had some soreness came back at it and came back on and so sees him leave training but he's all fine and going to play so would that not tell you that he's carrying an injury already and not to say that he's injured himself at training and they've called off training. Would that not just say, well, maybe he's just got a sore knee from mm. last week and I don't they're know. managing it? The vision showed he had something wrong with his knee. Whether they had to go as strong as that, I'm not. I love it. I'm I not sure. It. I think. I think. But um, the, I think the story is that Elijah Hewitt is showing some really, really good signs. Kicked a goal again on the weekend in the win, like in the pocket, explosive. Very. Everyone's saying the next Luke Shuey kind of player. Oh yeah, I, I think these are the glimpses that West Coast. That we've been waiting for, you know, it's been, we're waiting for some of these young guys, Noah Long and these sort of players that are starting to show something that next year, I think that we can sort of, it'll give us something to look forward to and hopefully a few more wins on the board. You never know, last week, bit of confidence out of that one, you don't know what will happen. I always say, West Coast members, hang on to your memberships because we've still got Rex Lacroix, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to come, Ollie Billy to through. come, Ollie's coming. You, if you he know, doesn't play you know soccer. what happened knowing West Coast luck? They'll get rid of the father-son rule in a couple of years and all these kids will come through and start playing for Brisbane and Frio. Because Collingwood have got, what, three at the moment? So Darcy Moore, Nick Dacos and Josh Dacos. Mm. So three father-sons that are yeah. all going. And well, look at Geelong as well when they yeah. were a powerhouse. They had Scarlett, they had you know, Tom Hawkins, all those sort of players. So yeah. it can yeah. make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, West Coast today taking on Essendon. Let's hope they put up some fight and a good performance uh, after last week's win. Uh, 11.45 live right here on Triple M. Straight after the Saturday rub. And, of course, tomorrow the Dockers uh, take on the Brisbane Lions. You can hear that as well. Hope you're going to have a great weekend, whether you're off to kids' sport, you're going to head to the golf course, like me. The mornings and evening cold has been killing me. I don't know about you guys, but I... I'm a good 30-minute warm-up when I get out of bed in the morning what? to stretch my loins and everything. Like I'm <laughs> like a warm-up. Like I've got to kind of stretch. Like have you not noticed me on the foam roller today? I'm getting severely old yeah. really what are quickly. You doing, what are you doing before you get to sleep that's making you so sore, Dan? <laughs> I don't know, Mark. <laughs> Watching Netflix on my laptop. I wonder if she was yeah. injured all the time. You know, exactly. I've always, I oh, always done used to... Tammy again. No surprises. <laughs> when you and Luke were teammates, I used to always be quite worried. Luke would come home and say these dirty things to me and I said, I know who told you that yeah. joke. Oh, come on. No, I'm clean cut. Don't worry about me. Back, hammy, groin. It's all the same area. Yeah, I saw the back stretches. Oh, uh, that's us done and dusted we do for want day. another child. Yeah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> just drop that live on an exclusive back page paper. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Lek, thanks for coming in. Yes, thanks. thanks so much, uh, we are off to the Saturday rub. JB, Billy, Bernie, Vince, and the boys, and then uh, straight after that, it's the West Coast Eagles taking on X Essendon. Good morning. Work, Tommy. That's it for this week's edition of 92.9 Triple M's Weekend Huddle. These legends will be back next week for all things sport and a side of carry-on. But until then, remember to get the podcast from the listener app.